0: Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network, for the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews. Press One. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Meet the Movie Press. Roundtable movie news and commentary from the industry's premier film journalists.
1: Happy Friday, everyone. This is Meet the Movie Press. It is 9.15 a.m. on a Friday. How is everyone doing Friday. out there? How is everyone? I am Mark Riley, managing editor of GeekNation.com. Jeff Snyder, managing editor of Nothing, right. film reporter, rap.com You should manage and edit. Over there, that's just me. Hey, no, no, no! How the hell are you? <laughs> I know, right? I'm exhausted. Hey, we got I'm... we got Sundance in the house. That's you take, right. You are taking a helicopter into Park City. Oh, it was so cool, and they shut Jeez. it down a few
0: days later. So I was like, glad that I got on while I still could. But oh, because of a storm or something. No, it was just that the locals were complaining about all these helicopters <laughs> flying over them at all hours of the day, like back and forth. Um, wow!
1: But have yeah, they never... My, they... my
0: colleague Matt Donnelly arranged it uh, through the Service Blade, and it was me, him, and, and my boss Sharon Waxman on this helicopter, and it was awesome. I felt like Schwarzenegger, like coming in commando style.
1: Dude, I was watching your Vine or whatever it was on, because like, I'm not a good flyer, but mm-hmm. I think I could do that. I just helicopters, just you don't hear about a helicopter crashes as much.
0: I felt very safe. Yeah. Um, it was it was just—it's just cool to have like the the headphones on the cans and you're yeah. like speaking into each other like that and that's awesome. Yeah, it was uh, definitely one of the highlights of this year's festival. Right, uh, on. Lot, lots of good movies, lots of bad
1: movies. We'll we'll discuss all of that and more. Yeah, um, I know. We, we missed you last week, Almiembe, in the house. How talking. did he do? He did great, as always. I knew he would. And uh, we talked. You know, we took the opportunity to be, and it was a big DC week, so it was. It was kind of you know. He was representing, so uh, we talked all about that. But I do want to get your thoughts on a few of the things that we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. Let's just like re- rehash, and then we'll get into the Sundance stuff. That um, sounds
0: perfect. So, so, like, I know last week there was a suicide, a new Suicide Squad trailer, right? And then we had a Wonder Woman trailer. Uh, scenes. Or, it scenes. was like behind
1: the first first footage. So right. yeah,
0: okay. Um, Suicide Squad, I loved, like, the colors. Uh, it was like, it blew my <laughs> it mind. You had pretty was, colors. It was far out. Um, yeah. But I, I did prefer
1: the the first trailer to I, the second trailer with the queen. I did, too. In fact, I, I went on Twitter. I, d- I didn't know what to think of it. Mm-hmm. When it first hit and I watched it, I went, huh. And I put it out on Twitter and I went, uh, the tone felt off for me. I don't know. I'm, I, d- I totally dug it. But, you know, talk to me. And uh, you know, I got a lot of people saying, yeah, oh, no, man, I, it's rad. I love it across the board i'm still
0: I'm still down with the tone i I wasn't expecting something so kind of light and jokey yeah um I showed it to my roommate last night for the okay. first time he hadn't seen it, and he said he preferred the first one too I mean you know the day uh, right before I left for Sundance, I published the raps uh, top ten uses of music in trailers and nice. suicide squad was number one. Oh, that's great i thought you know that Bee Gees cover um that they used in, in the comic-con right. footage or essentially that became trailer number one i thought that was brilliant yeah um so i wasn't as big a fan as the queen stuff although you know
1: it it, it went along as far as the editing of the trailer when it seemed to fit oh yeah yeah it did and and i and i slowly warmed to it and that now i love it i mean i do love it but thinking back to the comic-con one yeah i like that one more and and what I what I just really saw from it maybe why I stopped was I'm like okay here here's the the brass coming in to try to make it very accessible for a wide audience sure and because uh, the, the first one was really for the fans and mm-hmm. and they didn't and air didn't want it out there interesting so that's. That's what
0: I, I always forget about that, that that first, you know, look was not supposed to, uh, ever
1: hit. Right, they didn't um, want it, but they finally relented and, and I just, sent it it's out like there.
0: you can't just co-opt Bohemian Rhapsody, which is forever owned by Wayne's World. Like, yeah, no
1: other movie is going to just yeah. make that theirs. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, we're
0: just forgetting that Wayne's World happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I totally get it. So, um, yeah, I was having a little issues with but it, but I, I in still, the end, now, I, still, I love
0: it. Like, it's still maybe my most anticipated movie this year. I think it looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, and the movie, you know, what didn't look as good was Wonder Woman. I, you didn't like Wonder nah, Woman, huh? I you know, that time period, and it just, I don't know. Yeah, well, you it know. It left me a little cold. I
1: wanted something a little bit more. I'm the superhero apologist. I, I. I I, I you loved make, it all. No, I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it because she looked, she looked great. I mean, I'm sorry, Wonder Woman. Yeah, she looked but great. You
0: have to do more than look good in these costumes. I, 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 get, it. I, I get it. I get I, it. I'm still skeptical that she can make me. Yeah. You know, root and feel for Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah. We'll I, I mean, I dug the, the look of uh, – it's like World War One, so that was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I mean – and it's hard to judge. I mean, there was just like yeah, no, shots, It was like 30 and, seconds or something. You know, I think she looked – I mean, yeah, I, I was struck by just how <laughs> gorgeous she I was like, that's wonderful. Well, wow, mm-hmm. yeah, OK. I'm not – yeah, I'm there. I, I didn't watch the actual special that Kevin Smith co-hosted. I, I did not like the special. I mean, I can come out and say it right now, man. Yeah. I, it's like Kevin Smith was just doing this, "Wow, bazinga! Woo-yah!" and I was like, okay. "Yeah, okay. From, I read Devin Farachi's John's piece like- on it exactly. Um yeah, and uh Dem Frazzi wrote a great piece, and Jeff Johns should be the face of DC and kind of talk more. And I think it was just really—you should have seen the episode. I love Kevin Smith, don't get me wrong, but those two were just like looking at each yeah, other. Yeah, it was an odd fit, huh? So yeah, Jeff Johns is just like this guy's got energy. Okay, yeah, no, no, we're uh, Green Lantern Corps <laughs> sure. coming. And he's like Green Lantern Corps. Yeah! and it was like <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. um, yeah. Yesterday
0: I did an interview with with French uh, GQ.
1: The, okay, I saw GQ this France what, or whatever. This is now meet the international movie. That's right. what, what happened there?
0: No, they they reached out for an interview, uh, and and it was most of the questions. Not to spoil this guy's article, were like about DC and Marvel and ah, um, okay Star Wars. No, 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 no. Okay. Nothing, nothing about Star Wars. Just yeah. the DC Marvel stuff, and, and uh, whether DC needs its own Kevin Feige. And oh, I sort okay. of was talking about Devin's article about Jeff Johns, who oddly enough, in the middle of Eddie the Eagle last night, started following me on Twitter. Jeff Johns? Yeah, nice. Um, so there yeah, it was, it was an exciting night. Um, he heard you were talking. I about guess him. so. His ears were burning. My God, he's
1: got spies.
0: But like, sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. The, the, the author was uh, the writer was sort of asking me. If I think DC's characters will be able to sustain their own movies like Green Lantern and, and Cyborg and that stuff and are they lesser than Marvel? And I, I don't – yeah, I, I think that they're equal. I, yeah, I mean – looks- I, don't, I don't think that Marvel has a better stable of characters than DC.
1: Yeah, well, that goes back to all the way back when they are like Iron Man and it's like <laughs> B-level. Right. They're B level guys. You know, it's like, where's Spider Man? Yeah, there's only a handful of of the A level stuff, but, um. Yeah, you know. And they made. Marvel made Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, now A listers. I think DC can do it, too. I know Flash and Green Lantern better than I know Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. I. I, Uh, Yeah. What do I know better? I don't know. I guess I could say. I mean, I know Batman well, Superman, and then Spider Man, and then Marvel. So, anyways, it's just,
0: you know, it's interesting that we're not just talking like that's not just a discussion amongst the fans or right here in the states or anything like this is a worldwide uh conversation uh that's happening and, and but they were very smart questions it wasn't just like which is better dc or yeah, marvel like, right the, the fanboy. fanboy thing exactly it was uh so I, I look forward to that article uh and and i'll share the link on my twitter when the writer sends it to me and i will retweet
1: I want that out there. That's cool. That's really yeah, cool, that man. Yeah, it was fun.
0: Yeah. And the other thing, uh, Kroll and I, the night before I left for Sundance, Kroll and I went on Jerry Ferrara's podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, B4B yeah. B4B podcast. Uh, Jerry Ferrara obviously played Turtle on Entourage. Mm-hmm. I love, yeah, I, I, I I I love that Yeah, we just talked about, guy. like, the Oscars for, like, two hours at Jerry's house. It was really cool. Um, He's and I, such a great guy. I, yeah, really super nice. Um yeah. And so, you know, if you're a fan of this podcast, tune in
1: to that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he came on uh, Shmoe's No Main Show. And uh, just he's a fantastic guy. So what else? Did,
0: what else did we miss this week, last week? Anything? I mean, it
1: was a lot of just DC. It was all. The, I mean, that really took a lot of the news. I mean, everybody talked about the Suicide Squad trailer, the first look of Wonder Woman, the confirmation of Green Lantern, kind of. Coming with the Green Lantern Corps, and
0: I see it now. I guess spoiler alert or whatever. There's a lot of discussion about Dark
1: Side. Yes, Dark Side. They, uh so uh, Empire Magazine released a bunch of images from yep. uh, Batman Superman, and one of them is <clears throat> looks like Batman standing over. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, there's
0: an Omega thing. Yeah, right? the
1: Omega symbol. And now I like. I am not up on my Dark Side. Um, but much, it, it, But is, is, I could tell that that was the Omega sign. Right, guys out there. We are on the live chat uh, forward slash you. Uh, sorry, YouTube Popcorn Talk Network. You guys are all on is here. this. A spoiler, though. That, that I mean, in I the think movie? I think no, I think it's I think they're hinting for for another. Right. You know, movie. I think they're setting up. I reported Justice this League.
0: in June 2014. Did you really? I got my tweet right here. No Martian Manhunter in Justice League? Question mark. Not according to this agency grid, which lists Dark Side as the villain for Justice League. June twenty fourteen for See, Justice League. So yep. I, Martian Manhunter. It says they're casting. Mm-hmm. And it also says Maxwell Lord. Yep. I tweeted that in June twenty fourteen.
1: See, you're on it, buddy. They may have changed it. Of no, course. I, I think I think you're. I think that they are casting Martian Manhunter. I hope so because he's great. I I love Martian Manhunter, and I think it is Dark Side, and I think what they're doing with that image is they're setting up justice league That dark side is going to be the villain yeah makes a lot of sense um they even said that they came out and said oh we were a lot when they started talking about adding wonder woman into the movie they were like oh we're a lot closer to justice league than we thought Mm -hmm. now that for me that's news i'm like how close are you i mean we went from man of steel to basically justice league you know, with Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. so I guess they worked out the story that they're close. So behind the scenes, I don't know. For me, you know, everybody compares Marvel. I'm sorry, I do too. And uh, you know, they set it. You know, they set up Marvel movies.
0: Yeah, but oh, how many fucking movies have set up? with
1: Thanos, can we get before we actually see Thanos in action? Very like. true. I I totally agree. Now we're like, okay. The post credit scenes on Avengers Age of Ultron is like, we get it. He's got the Infinity Gauntlet. Let's go. Was there anything on uh, Star Wars or or Marvel that we missed last week? Star Wars, I don't know about, no, I don't think any Marvel. Star Wars moved. Episode Right.
0: Star Wars moved as we sort of predicted that it would. Yeah. uh, Because I told you guys, uh, you know, two weeks ago or whatever that... Uh, that Ryan was gonna rewrite the script and kinda beef up the characters that we were just introduced to in episode seven. Yep. Yep. Um, because there was such a positive fan response. So those new characters, you know, which all the reporters have sort of been waiting to see who's gonna play those new characters, they've right. been scaled down
1: a little. Right. And to beef up, what, the Ray and Right. The so fan it's like, the- you know,
0: I know we had said, mentioned Gina Rodriguez and Bell Powley and that kinda of stuff and that the role went to someone else. Yeah, that's because they didn't really need, you know, why would gina or whoever
1: waste their star wars eligibility on, on a small role essentially? right right you know what kind of worries me when you brought that up and said they were beefing up the script for the characters because they were somewhat surprised maybe mm-hmm. that those characters did well ray and finn and all that i ju- it just occurred to me i went you mean that wasn't the plan all along i mean that that's what force awakens was right it was here's ray here's finn here are your main characters are we, were we gonna get all new characters? And they went, oh, whoops. Like, I, it just seems, I was like, I thought that was the plan all along. I don't, you
0: know, I don't, I can't say for sure what the sure. plan was. I just know. Yeah. That there was gonna be, in, yeah, introductions of, of,
1: you know. In,
0: they opened the door to this universe, and then and then it was going to go out like this. And okay, you're going to see more and more and more, but
1: I yeah, and then but they went. Oh they're yeah, they're keeping no. the focus
0: a little bit more narrow. Okay,
1: now. I can dig that. I mean, seriously, and Ryan Johnson, I trust, and I trust Lucasfilm, and I trust Disney. Disney's don't great. you love
0: though how the bloggers like the, the spin that the bloggers put on it, where it's like well, give Ryan the time he needs. Like it's because they're all yeah you
1: know no I mean buddies I, with him. I got yeah like, <laughs> no. I got everything from, from I got tweeted at like uh, oh my god it's in trouble. You know, to, oh, they, he just needs more time, and it's great, and this, this, and that. I mean... And, and
0: let's also be clear, like, this is also... It's not just a script thing. Obviously, it makes sense for Disney to move that to December. Yeah, something... something where they just had a ton of success with Star
1: Wars 7, and... The, you know, and that's <clears throat> that's what was so and funny. And the toys. Somebody was saying, I can't remember where it was, but they were talking about... I mean, Avatar and Titanic um, were the biggest movies all time for mm-hmm. so many years. Both came out in December. So right. a lot of people are like, "Oh, Star Wars going to December is not going to make as much as say Avengers because it's not in summer." So it's it's great to see that Every,
0: everyone goes to the movies, you know, around Christmas, the and, holidays, and the weekend and, between Christmas and New Year's when nothing's going on. Yeah, and then you have a few weeks into January where there's no competition. Like it's opening in May these days. You know, you're up against
1: the Memorial Day movies and then the June releases. Every and... week a new right. blockbuster comes out, and that would eat away at Star Wars' yeah, box office. Yeah, there's a lot more
0: breathing room in December, so I'm not really surprised that they did it.
1: Yeah, and I, I love that they're doing it, and um, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, jeez, I'm a Star Wars guy. I, I love it. Do you, I do want to get your opinion on this, because there's some uh, – Joe Blow dropped mm-hmm. some information about Vader being in Rogue One, but with a bigger – role yeah bigger uh that that was exciting I like
0: darth vader as much as the next guy who's gonna be playing him i don't know has the actor
1: already been announced and we just don't know we don't know but i hear so what they're saying is that they made three really detailed suits the hero suit for the close-ups the stunt suit and then whatever the other suit is and that there's some uh uh concept art and they're beefing up the part of vader Being Vader, which, okay, I went on on Twitter and I was like, fucking yes, do it. I want this because I'm a nerd. And but Vader going on to battle and like decapitating rebels using the force. This was actually said in the report. He's using the force and grabbing a rebel soldier and using him as a shield. I love that. could be that. cool. I mean, come on. I love that shit. I don't shit. want to
0: see Rebels decapitated. Then it becomes like the I end can... of Fantastic Four, and it's just like a totally different
1: yeah. tone. No, I know. I think, I think that uh, – well, we've had decapitations a lot in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. So I don't know. the way they shoot it – I mean it can't obviously be blood and all that. But so that might – that's – the going theory now going out, and you know whether it's confirmed or not. You know, like I say, came from Joe Blow, very reliable guys over there, of course. Um, but this is stuff like when you're talking, like your your Justin Krolls over Variety and your Boris Kits and you over at the Wrap. You're not reporting on that stuff. You know, you're reporting on. Casting. Yeah, no, we
0: don't do the the plot details exactly. If so, it's
1: part of a larger scoop, we might include it. But sure. I, I wouldn't do a standalone on that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty. I think it makes a ton of sense to put Vader in Rogue One. It it, it lines up in the time, mm-hmm. you know, in the time period of the movies, and he's around. Why not put your most iconic villain of all time in your movie when you have toys everywhere already? So, anyways, that's the Star Wars stuff. All right. Let's switch gears
0: to Sundance. Let's, we can please do, there's do. plenty of other news that we'll get to towards the end of the show. Yeah. But I want to make sure that
1: we have a lot of time for Sundance. So, yeah, me too. Grill me. Tell me <laughs> everything. Okay, first off. Like, did you go to a lot of parties? No, I'm not a party guy because I don't I really like to drink. Okay, um, so because so, like, what's the scene there when you're there in your capacity? It's a, is it just like constant work, 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 work? Go to sleep, sleep, and then back yes. at the grind. Yes, because I saw all it's your seeing
0: as many movies as you can, mm-hmm. um, and you know if you can write about them in between, great. But. You know, unless it's like a big, like, in-competition movie or like a, a hot acquisition title, uh-huh. I'm not going to write it up immediately after. I, I want to see as, as many movies as I can because I can write about them whenever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the best movie that I saw was Manchester by the Sea. Okay. That See, I've been hearing which that. Which is the Kenny Lonergan family drama with Casey Affleck,
1: and I just thought – it was devastating. I, I've heard, yeah, that's, I wanted to ask, you You read my mind. Start and, with and your favorite. Amazon
0: bought that for $10 million. I don't know who they'll partner with for theatrical or whatever, but right. I just thought it was tremendous. Yeah, um, and a Casey Affleck, like, like Oscar worthy. Correct? That's what I'm hearing. I mean, at least. there was a lot of Oscar talk, a, a lot of exaggerated Oscar talk up there. I think that's. Um, I it, think, I think Manchester by the Sea is the sort of movie that wins Indie Spirit Awards. Okay, got it.
1: Um, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, yeah, and and then I gotta... I'm all bubbly from this diet coke. Sorry, um, I know he's <laughs> burping a lot, folks. Uh, mm, um.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Man- Manchester coke. by the Sea was absolutely terrific. Um, I loved Goat, which just sold this morning to uh, Paramount and MTV Films. I was
1: wondering, I hadn't heard about Goat yet, but I you had talked about it. I wanted to hear about this because that's my most anticipated because I like the subject matter. Oh, I, have, I have a personal. From
0: the first shot, I thought like this is going to be good.
1: Is it okay? And
0: and, and Ben Schnetzer was terrific.
1: Okay. Um,
0: you know Nick Nick Jonas was good. Uh, better right. than I thought he would be. Okay. There was a couple of newcomers in the cast in the fraternity who I thought were also really impressive. Okay. Um, but it's just like you know the scene. It's about this kid who was uh, attacked, uh, and then and then he pledges a frat. So the attack has nothing really to do with. The frat hazing that comes later. Okay. But the way that this attack is staged was just oh. – it was terrifying. Okay. Make, um, make sure you know who you're driving, folks. Like, <laughs> Oh,
1: shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. I hate that. Oh.
0: It's it just like, oh, my God. If I was an Uber driver, I'd have nightmares watching GOAT. Dude, so many Uber drivers are getting attacked now. I saw some –
1: I saw some girl. Yes, a she duck, was a doctor. doctor. <laughs> She's a fucking doctor. That's alcohol, folks. That's what happens. Yeah, be careful out there, folks. Um, you, just when you think you're you're okay and getting home safe, some drunk doctor is going to beat you up. So yeah, Goat Goat was really good. I like the opening night
0: film. Other People. Uh, Other which People featured a terrific uh, performance by Molly Shannon as mm, okay. uh, Jesse Plemons' mom who has cancer. Okay, uh, this movie Slight. From J.D. Dillard, who worked at Bad Robot for a few years. Oh, okay. Um, nice. It's about a street magician who who deals drugs and has to, like, save the sister. Ooh. Uh, that Sounds was really good. Uh, and that got bought by Blumhouse and WWE, oddly enough. Wow.
1: Okay. Blumhouse. Um, interesting.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of, of cool stuff. Uh, Swiss Army Man was
1: very divisive. Yes. Okay, I wanted to ask your opinion on this because... <laughs> But, yep, sure enough, the, the headlines came out and we, we went back and forth. Do we put fart in the title on this? We (laughs) did. And because we saw it all over. It's SEO friendly. Yeah, it's SEO friendly fart. But so this movie, uh, Daniel Radcliffe plays a corpse. Correct? Who, and, and it's, Farting and an erection and all the, yeah. All there's that all stuff?
0: kinds of of fantastical shit going on. Yeah, um, and not I, in the
1: Harry Potter. Now way. I
0: walked out after 40 minutes. I'm not a big walkout guy. Okay, uh, I'd like to stick with it, but because Swiss Army Man started late and was running up against another movie, okay. I was like, I got to I got to
1: get out of here. Um, now, now, were you cool with that? Where you're like, yeah, this movie's pretty shit. Anyways, I'm out of here. Yes. Okay. I mean, listen, people think
0: I got a lot of shit for being unprofessional or walking out of a movie. Somebody
1: and, was just on the on the chat saying not that but saying you know you're a film reporter you know not really a film critic so
0: right uh, so I, I i didn't review it nor did i cover it my boss was there fortunately and okay. she covered it okay. so the only thing that you know where i weighed in on it was technically um, on my twitter feed And I I was probably a little harsh on it for some first time filmmakers, but I just thought it was so pretentious. These guys are known as the Daniels. They're a music video team. They've done some really impressive music videos. And I think it's fine, you know, to be known as the Daniels. It's like a cute little thing in the, you know, if you're working in music videos or commercials. Right, right. But like the opening title card said, a film by Daniels. Dan really either Daniels or the Daniels and I was just like right then and there I was like what the fuck put (laughs) your fucking name on it this is your first movie this (laughs) is not (laughs) the commercial
1: world okay okay?
0: um I get that I mean Paul Dano and and Daniel Radcliffe are obviously two really good actors but but Daniel Radcliffe's taste in indie movies has been questionable for some
1: time well I I think he really wants to use a change yeah I think he really wants to go see I'm not Harry Potter anymore that's, that's sure. what I'm getting and, and a little not, bit.
0: My problem with this movie was not the performances, which were pretty dedicated, and, and they obviously went along with what they're, what was asked of them by their directors, but just creatively. I don't know why, if you're like a music video director, and you're finally getting a chance to make your feature film debut, yeah. why this could possibly be the story <laughs> that you want to tell <laughs> could, about I, a fucking farting
1: the, corpse. I have the story in me, and it just needs to get an out. An
0: erection compass, and oh, I just that's can't... Funny. Can't wait to see where that sells and I, for how much because it was unfucking watchable.
1: Yeah, and it it just seems more. I I don't. I can't comment on the pretentiousness of it, but it just seems kind of like a shocker. Kind of. Thing to get people in. There was
0: yeah, a lot of discussion at science. Some people really liked it. My boss really liked it. I, oh, okay. I spoke to plenty of other people who really respected what it was going for, and that it stuck with them. Okay, um, and, and maybe you know I'll go back when it hits v- VOD or whatever. Right, which it inevitably will. Okay, um, and check it out. But oh I, I had to get out of there. Same thing with Greasy Strangler, which wasn't uh, like a bad that. movie. It just wasn't for me. That was one of the Midnight's, um, and it's produced by Elijah Woods Company, uh, another yeah, yeah. company that I'm
1: just not on the same page with creatively okay yeah they're the kind of more horror right yeah yeah yeah. but like you know
0: know, i didn't really care for cooties or the boy and just like the stuff that specter vision has been making right isn't necessarily my cup of tea got it um and this was pretty ridiculous the greasy strangler i also hated uh the only other movie that i really hated was dark knight which is like a very slow observational look at um uh, events that sort of parallel aurora Oh, mirror, mirror, Aurora. Okay, yeah, the theater um, shooting. Yeah, because okay. like that documentary, incident, right? You, no, no, no. This is
1: a feature. Somebody it was wrote feature. this, even oh, though wow. it feels like a
0: documentary. Oh, I thought somebody it just, said it was maybe
1: dark uh, documentary, but yeah, no, okay.
0: It was, it was, it feels like a documentary, but it, it, it was agony. Okay. Um, How about Yoga Hosers? Yoga Hosers was a disappointment. Yeah, and I love Kevin. <clears> Kevin's my boy. <clears throat> and, I know, and I really liked his last two movies, Red State and Tusk. Which, oh, I, you I know, loved
1: Red State. I haven't
0: seen Tusk yet. I gotta get on is like really fucking effective
1: yeah i no i i've always loved kevin smith even when he whiffs sometimes maybe in the i like jersey trans girl team.
0: i don't think jersey girl nearly as bad as jersey girl for me be. is carlin it's
1: <laughs> just love Carlin. the only
0: bad movie that kevin has really made up until now which he didn't write was cop out right right um, yeah and this may be worse than cop out oh okay it's definitely on the level, um I just thought it was like preposterous yeah. uh, his 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 daughter stars along with lily rose depp and, and I have no problem with the girls um, sure so, you know sometimes the direction is a little indulgent, and it should cut out a little bit earlier okay um but uh yeah it just goes to this really bizarre place
1: that I did not enjoy i uh, yeah i saw <clears throat> I saw stills of the the brazis is that what yeah little f-
0: foot high sausages right for come Canadian life. Nazis brought to life by this mad scientist that crawl up people's asses, and it's like right then and there, I think I've said enough. <laughs> I got nothing. I like the clerk, like the clerk's parallels, nothing. casting his daughter and, and Lily Rose sure. as clerks, and I, mean. I even like Tyler Posey and, and Austin Butler who play like, like I like Kevin Smith's take on a high school movie. Right. It had me <laughs> interested, but the, the second half goes off the rails. I, can,
1: I can't even comment on yeah. that. How do you, um, how do you comment? I gotta see it. Now. I saw
0: a wolf, uh, a woman f- fall for a wolf in wild, and the wolf goes down on
1: her. Okay. Yep. No, I'm this, just. There's a wolf sex scene. Just processing that. I mean, this is Sundance here. So yeah. This
0: is Sundance. This is for indep- sure. Hey,
1: independent. We need these movies. Tr- trash I'm sorry. fire.
0: I can finally talk about in which a 75 year old uh, Fanula Flanagan <laughs> masturbates while watching televan like you know televangelists on television. Yeah. Give. She just give gets for off the on Lord. the word of Jesus. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. There's a lot of <laughs> fucking weird shit. Jo- I mean. um...
1: Oh, Kevin Smith. So, but but the movie that the, we that we really just, need to
0: talk talk about. Yes,
1: we know where we're going. Birth of yeah, a Nation. It's Birth of a Nation. This this was. I mean, I I followed this pretty uh, because it just it's so interesting now because I think it comes at a, at the time. It, man, this is lightning in a bottle because of the uh, you know hashtag going on with the Oscars, and then this comes out. Nate Parker writes stars directs it sold for 15 17.5 million Fox Searchlight, the Fox Searchlight. highest the, the, the biggest Sundance
0: the biggest pre like finished aqui- the, the biggest acquisition of a finished film at any festival yeah there were 20 million dollar deals for like story Netflix. of your life um, what? the the upcoming Amy Adams movie Oh. but oh. that that's like before it was shot okay you know? got it that's got like it. um that's like a packaging right. thing so $17.5 million. I was very – you know, the rap got to report Fox Searchlight's $16 million bid before anybody. So yeah. I left Sundance with my head held high on Good the deals man. front. Yeah. Um, I felt like we were out in front of that and when people were sort of saying, oh, this is a bidding war and it could go to Weinstein or Netflix or Sony. Right. Um, we kind of just stuck to Searchlight because if Searchlight wants a movie at Sundance, that's where you're selling it to unless the bid is like a
1: slap in the face. Yeah, see, and that's where – it, it kind of came out that they, they realized Fox Searchlight is the the correct home for it because it's going like 12 years a slave. So they're yeah. able to really get that out there. They're After gonna the, do the premiere, same. the
0: filmmakers were, were seeking 15 to 20 million dollar MG minimum guarantee. Okay. Uh, and obviously 17.5 is right in the middle of 15 to 20. Right. Uh, now Netflix offered 20 mm-hmm. as did Byron Allen's Entertainment Studios, although I'm not this sure is, yeah, this was if interesting. they took that seriously as a bid. It's no different than if you or i emailed wme and said i'll pay you 20 million dollars for birth of a nation that technically is a bid Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they're ever ever going to go with our bid yeah yeah so i don't think that byron allen really had a shot but you know he he generated the publicity headlines that he was going after okay um yeah so netflix offered 20 because you you know when you're netflix you have to offer a little bit higher yeah Uh, they're
1: they're players
0: now man i i I dig this but they were pushing for a day and date uh release and you know
1: nate wanted this film seen in theaters right that's where i was going with it and like would netflix stream it and release it in theaters at the same time is that what they were yeah like piece of no nation correct? uh, yeah
0: but you know most people probably saw them if you look at the box office tally Mm -hmm. most people saw that on netflix
1: yeah and that's where i i'm with nate parker on this like you want it in the theater you know, you wanted to get that. For sure. And and there was something
0: palpable about being in that room for the first screening. Obviously, there there was a sort of electricity in the air, this buzz that you right. were part of this powerful Sundance moment and that kind of thing. However, yeah. okay, talk about timing. I know. Holy shit. Yeah. So Birth of a Nation is a very impressive first feature from Nate Parker, who's also very good in the movie. Okay. It is a good movie and nothing more. I okay. Can't, like, I couldn't believe the critical consensus and I fell victim to it too because for basically for fear that Twitter would kill any white critic who dared to say anything remotely negative about it. And I didn't have anything negative to say, right. but I would definitely have cut back on You know, the 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 greatness and and that kind of stuff like.
1: Yeah. And it's walking a line right now because, yeah, I I brought up the Oscars and the diversity issues going on in Hollywood and how you want it. It it looks like this is an answer to that. And I think. Sure. They uh, they want to like see, see. And I'm like and I'm all for it. But like let me let you does it merit I can't speak on a right, and it, Does I know it you, merit the, the It do, it does
0: not and I, and I don't see how anyone can think can even argue that it does I mean I guess a movie is worth what any when anyone is willing to pay for it. Sure. I don't know how Searchlight recoups its investment here. Okay. I mean, obviously, 12 Years a Slave took off uh, you know, once Years... it was nominated for Oscars, but it was also a masterpiece. It was, and it, it starred Brad Pitt and Fassbender and Cumberbatch mm-hmm. and all these people. You take the 10th most famous person in 12 Years a Slave, and they're still more famous than Nate Parker.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um,
0: I think that this is going to have a real... Real trouble recouping its investment, obviously, unless, like, the you know, the, the critics
1: just come all out and just, say this, yeah, is outside it. of the Sundance bubble, um, right? Because it needs to do that. I mean, know, let's see. So, will it be nominated next year? That's
0: and obviously, yeah, we don't know what kind of competition it's going to be up against, but right, I spoke to a lot of people about Birth of a Nation, and many felt that it was like a very well made TV movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, he obviously, as impressed as I was with Nate Parker. Both in front of and behind the camera, he's no Steve McQueen, he's no Chiwetel four right? And that's no Twelve Years a Slave, and it sucks that we have to compare them. Like th- th- you have to take these two really well made black films and like pit them against each other. Yeah, but the comparisons will be inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, so- I mean that's that's where it started with Fox Searchlight talking about Twelve Years a Slave and how they marketed it and how they got it out there. So I get that. You're, it's inevitable.
0: Yeah, and this this has like a 1,500 screen commitment or whatever for, you know, that, that counts as a wide release. Okay. Um, and again, I don't know if that's the best call for this movie. Like, my parents aren't going to see this movie.
1: No. Yeah.
0: Um, it's a uh, – man, I, I can't wait for you to see it because yeah, I it, see it really it. is going to spark quite the debate. Um, And again, you know, I didn't – I asked my boss because in in my initial story about it, I called Nat Turner a legendary hero. Okay. And then I'm questioning, well, is he a hero? He's a slave who led a revolt Mm -hmm. and just murdered 50 white people.
1: Okay. Um, You know, like (laughs) – It
0: it wasn't – it wasn't – it's not like they were at at a war and and he slaughtered, like, women and I don't know if children were involved. Right. I I just – Obviously, Nat Turner did uh, important things, and, and I'm glad that somebody finally made a movie about him. There, there have been a couple other mm-hmm. films, but like from years and years and years ago. Uh, but yeah, it it opens like this sort of moral quandary of like, is, is this the sort of uh, African American leader that we should be glorifying? I don't
1: know. Okay, hey, I respect your opinion, I, and I want to. I got to see it to make up my own opinion, and I think it's like I said. I just hope it's not an answer to this like oh uh, here's a black movie see like that's just the only thing i don't want i want it to be like It certainly arrives
0: at the right time um yeah that's I you don't, know again i don't think of things as like a black movie or a white
1: movie I or don't whatever either. i hate to, um, i hate saying that and it's I mean cuz I don't look at 12 Years a Slave as a black movie. I look at it as a, a you said it, it's a, masterpiece. it's a masterpiece.
0: Is you know, Slight that, that movie I was talking about earlier is that a black film because it's mostly black people? I don't I don't think so. I think white people
1: will really enjoy Slight if they give it a chance. Yeah, that's that's the and that's where we are, you know, with with this conversation in in diversity. It's like that to have to go back. It's like we are going how many people have said we've kind of gone backwards. Yeah, now we're backwards saying Last – for 12 Years a Slave, like I don't remember it being like – see, diversity. It was just like 12 Years a Slave is going to win because it's a fucking good movie. Right, on
0: its own merits and it's like –
1: there, yeah, there was something about the reception at Sundance where I
0: felt like the film, was uh, Birth of a Nation, was not being judged on its own merits. And it was more about the circumstances and, and the timing, you know, the yeah. situation that it arrived in. Yeah. And so the other thing that I wanted to discuss on today's show is sort yeah. of about uh, the Academy reform.
1: Yeah, this is interesting. I'm glad. I want to talk about this, too. So, yeah. Like, what do you think? Like, the Academy well, made a bunch of changes. Yeah. Um, I, I mean – Again, it's it, it's kind of in the same thinking as Birth of a Nation where it's like like oh they're reacting to the the fact that yes. the, the the diversity
0: overreacting. is
1: overreacting. And and yeah, and yeah, one could argue that and I, I t- tend to agree with you because it's like, you know, I I said it when Miambe was on because I wanted to get his <sighs> opinion, but it really's got to start at the studio level and start with just getting more movies out right. there. And I was, I was listening to something about, um, straight out of Compton, where they were trying to do the comps, you know, like, well, what's, what's out there that was like it? And they were like, well, like, get on up. It, was, it wasn't that, isn't it like that? And it's like, <laughs> oh, God, no, 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 it's not. And so you can't compare it to anything else. That's what the comp mean. When the, these studios are going forward to make a movie and they're like, well, you know, get on up came out, there, 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 there was a black guy in that and it made this. It's like, And they're like, okay, maybe we'll hopefully get this. And then Straight Outta Compton comes out and it gets up here. Man, again, it's just, no, that's a good fucking movie. That's a good story.
0: I can't say why the Academy overlooked Straight Outta Compton other than – I can't either. You know, it doesn't immediately jump out as an Oscar-type movie. And I think that Universal did – I think that there is truth to the fact that Universal maybe realized it too late. Right, so that they had something kind of special and zeitgeisty on their hands. I
1: think it's the one movie that really, really got snubbed. It was in, Some you know, was number three for me in the year. What where did it
0: fall in your top? Top 10? five. Yeah. Top, like we top both love this and I movie. Can't remember. Yeah. And, and it was way
1: before the awards yeah. conversation sort of started swirling around it. And and I can get Creed not being nominated. I really can. So can I? It's just like one. It's a you know at the end of the day it's a it's a Rocky movie, but so. Well done. Don't get me wrong. But Straight Outta Compton really did something special, not only in the performances and the writing, but it it showed an era that was so important in our history and did, and did it so well. So why not? I mean that – if you really look at it, it's like that is an Oscar movie. That's an Oscar-caliber type movie.
0: Yeah, but it's not the experience that, that the older white academy can relate to. And So anyways, I think it's a good thing that the academy is trying to reform and recruit – you know, more diverse members and open up its ranks and that kind of thing. However, mm-hmm. what they are doing, they're going about it so, so the wrong way. Yeah, and it, you know, a lot of it is the Cheryl Boone Isaacs her background is in pr okay and so she doesn't she, you know she wants to lead the conversation rather than sort of there, there you go sit mm-hmm. back and be passive and let people talk about the academy um so the Hollywood reporter has been running all these open letters mm-hmm. uh from members of the academy and i and i love all of them because they all seem to be really negative mm-hmm. about the i you know down on the idea which I, again it's it's absurd yeah you're kicking out this, you know, older people or people who you say haven't worked as much, and like you're like, in, in order to right the wrongs of one group, they're getting rid of another, yeah. I, it, it just seems so misplaced, yeah. Um. And it's so reactionary. And, and, That's and, and what it why? feels like. Because there's 20 white acting nominees. Like, yeah, I just what? Where was the o- egregious omission? I don't think it's Will Smith. I think if there's any egregious mi- mi- uh, omission, it's the fucking kid Jason Mitchell who played Eazy-E. Yeah, like, he's the only one with a real bone to pick.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> Idris Elba was good. Will Smith was good. But yeah, like. Well, I know, and now I mean, I think we're coming around where everybody's even taking all this in and going. Ne- then the conversation starts with, "Well, is there merit behind these performances, these movies, and all this kind of stuff?" And again, I don't want it just for sake of here's a black movie. So you know, it's got it's got to start. There's this idea that if we
0: have more black people in the Academy, then we'll get more black actors nominated or more
1: black films nominated. and Like that's not that shouldn't be the goal. But, yeah, let me ask you something because I, f- I found it interesting. Well, no, finish your point. Sorry.
0: I, I just – also, you know, there, all these changes are sort of affecting the best picture category because that's what everybody in the Academy votes for. Right. The problem this year was really within the acting branch. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's the acting branch that votes for the actors. There you go. So I don't know why we're cutting out – you know, documentary filmmakers and editors and and people like that mm-hmm. who obviously are not going to work as steadily as you know some major actors in the Academy. Mm-hmm. It just seemed, yeah, it just seems such like such a misguided idea.
1: Yeah, and uh, Zeno Hour, uh, our boy Zeno Hour was always uh, commenting. He said the Academy overall is they're out of touch with film today, and you can you know the the comment the, the dialogue is there's old white guys in the Academy. Now, what I wanted to bring up is Cuba Gooding Jr. went on The Herd, one of my favorite sports in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Colin Cowards. And he said, yeah, I didn't even vote. And he's in the academy because Colin Coward brought up the diversity. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I found it kind of interesting that cubic Gooding was just like, oh, now everything comes in emails and I just delete, delete, delete. Oh, maybe if I voted. So should you put a little bit on him for not really, not put it on him, but I I just found it interesting that maybe he didn't even, he wasn't aware of it in his mind. And then he just deleted everything, didn't vote. And then the big, you know, thing comes out and he's like, oh, well, this is what happened. I just found it interesting that he didn't vote. You would think that
0: everyone in the academy who has the ability to vote would exercise that. Yep, you know that right?
1: Right. Um, so I guess that's surprising that he just said he didn't vote. But yeah, he he just deleted his emails. So I don't know how it works. I'm not a part of the academy. I don't know. You know, I I guess it's now coming via email, and you gotta look it over and do something and- I, I
0: i just i don't think that the academy is out of touch and frankly i'm i'm fucking terrified if you know by out of touch it means let's let in younger members so they can vote for a fucking captain america civil war like that's what like <laughs> people our age and younger yeah we don't we don't have better tastes than older people right okay yeah, that's, that's, uh, Frankly, it terrifies me if, you know, if if that's what we're getting at.
1: Yeah, and seriously, that's a, that's a legitimate concern. I would, I would be the same way. I wouldn't, if I was asked to be in the academy, I would have voted for straight out of Compton. Easy. Um,
0: sure. If I yeah, if I had done my if I had a ballot article, yeah. it would have been included for sure.
1: And a stretch for me as far as what you a comparison would be Star Wars, but not, maybe vote. But for not Star Wars, getting but.
0: on doesn't mean you blow up the Academy and and you change all these rules. Like I just no, it's a it's, and, and it's the press. It's the press that's feeding the shit. If the press, yeah, and, and we do it because it's a it's clicky and people you know read this shit. It's not it's not the what we necessarily believe, right. Like you know, when at Sundance you have this the talent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we probably interviewed – sixty. if we had 60 movies, four people – it's like – we interviewed almost 200 people probably at Sundance. Yeah. And so inevitably this question came up uh, specifically with like the older people like Danny DeVito. He's an Academy member. So sure. we asked him okay. his thoughts on this kind of stuff. Everyone ends up like putting their foot in their mouth. Everyone ends up saying the wrong thing whether it's Julie Delpy or Kristen Stewart. And it's just like this PC culture – that really just exists on Twitter, which is like one percent of the population, right? Yeah, and then these things get blown out of the proportion. It's all it's all media driven. It's yeah. fucked up. And so yeah, the way the system is is
1: just we we talked about it last week too. Who's and oh, her name escaping me? She she was on a British French talk show, and she was like brought up the- Charlotte Rampling. Charlotte Rampling, thank you. Yeah, she was like you know no, did they merit? Did they you know It's racist for calling me Or you know for... it's, it's true Like uh, And then that took And then Danny, and... Danny
0: DeVito's like Well we're all racist and, and Julie Delpy's like Well I wish I was black It's better
1: than being a woman Like Yeah and, and I reacted, Oh my god Yeah there's You, you can't win Because <laughs> Yeah that's, that's We will blow everything Out of proportion That's where I'm in agreement The PC stuff Is starting to get You're know, like ugh, Come on I mean
0: It's can't... terrifying For me as a reporter when I can't be honest, really, after something like Birth of a Nation, for fear that I'm going to get lynch mobbed. That's a terrible uh, analogy, not not a lynch mob, but I get what yes, you're saying. That, that,
1: that, that the Twitter hordes are going to come after me with their pitchforks. Well, yeah, and that's that's it's God. I'm, this is getting into. I love this conversation. Yeah, actually. it's, it's this a, is it's great. a great conversation because worth it's like, having. It's the it's it's the thought police. It's 1984. It's it's if you up, can't man. say, you know what. I, no, it, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think any black actor deserved a nomination this year. Like they're going to go after you. Yep. And, and that's just an opinion because, and they won't even, they won't even grab my soundbite from a few years earlier where I said, uh, 12 years a slave is a masterpiece. That should have won everything. I'm glad it did. Right. They wouldn't even, they wouldn't it even bring that matter. out. They it, would say no. what you just did now, you'd be pitchforks, you'd be thrown off Twitter. Right. Um, you're a mm-hmm. racist, and, go and it's home. not
0: about your actions anymore either. Like it's yeah. it's just about that one soundbite that they can take out of context and whatever. It's yeah, um, it's kind of, and, and it sucks that I'm a, I'm a part of it at times. No, I um, am too,
1: and it's and it's kind of it's kind of sad. And I mean, and and not just black actors. When I look at Sicario, how the hell is Benicio del Toro not nominated? Mm-hmm. Okay, how the hell is that? Like, but but, it, but what do you t- Like,
0: I know how it is because. It's a very it's, subtle performance and sure. when you look at the supporting actor category like there's no person who's like oh that guy doesn't belong. Right. Okay. Yeah, I it's all very SNL did a great parody of it with uh, with their uh Oscar So White Oh, sort of sketch. I missed that. Did you yeah. You see it? Oh, you should check it out. I know. I I god, I got it. It's just like white people, you know, wandering into a scene and they're the ones who get the nomination. <laughs> um
1: Oh no. <laughs> that's awesome that's funny it's kind of no it's not true we're at this inflection
0: point in in this country um with regards to to race and art and that kind of stuff and yeah i i think you know i just want things judged on their own merits and and the color of a film it doesn't come into my mind but maybe that's my white privilege talking and i see the my world reflected back at me
1: yeah i don't yeah no i'm with you man i i grew up in and it just i didn't i didn't know anything about race I was very lucky, to, and I had black friends and Mexican friends and blah 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 across the board. And the the only time I, I realized that there was some sh- shady shit going on in, in my Orange County, which is so white, I get it. But we were in a line of cars going to a a, a wedding, and my two black friends, Monty and Jamal, were behind me, like you know. You know, driving, uh, I think, my sister at the time, because they were friends. And, like, it was a line of cars. And the cops, like, moved in between cars to pull over my friends. Did they really? Like, oh, yeah. And over? my friend Maudie, who's a lawyer, by the way, he's just like, motherfucker. <laughs> like. And I pulled over, and I go, oh, God. That, kind of really, that does exist That out exists. There. So I get it. My God, this is like, are we going to get killed on Twitter? Probably.
0: Um, but, like, if a white filmmaker made Birth of a Nation... Does the movie get the same critical reception? Does it get the seventeen million dollar uh, price tag? But okay, I don't think it does. White at all. white
1: writer director with Nate Parker starring or a, or a Will Smith, you know? Does it? Well, get I mean,
0: it then? I'm not saying yes. Like if there's no, a white, I'm with you because I, I don't. You can't I, think have a white I see Playing Nat Turner, but right, yes, right, If there's saying.
1: a white writer director,
0: I still think that that film does not get the same reception or the same price tag.
1: Right. And okay, so to add some, just kind of. Whatever the hell this is with uh, Joseph Fiennes, at Fiennes, Jesus
0: Christ! It's another one where it's like
1: right because it comes right out, and I think that's another example of. Mind you, uh, Marlon, Elizabeth, Marlin, Michael. Yes. Okay, it's a comedy. It's 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 going to be a comedy, yep. and uh, it's like I don't know if that story is actually true. No, I've, I've heard that it story. Is. Okay. Um, but to have him play Michael Jackson and then that blew up and now everybody's on that going see? It's still happening. With the
0: white people are taking our roles. Obviously Michael Jackson looked you know, white at the end of his life. Right. Um that's that casting is still a head scratcher and I don't know how the company behind it didn't anticipate that it would cause some fur some fur. Yeah. And if I'm Joseph Fiennes, it's like what are you what are you doing even taking that role? Right. Like,
1: right. And and I had uh 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 uh, someone from uh, England, uh, you know, tweeted at me from the article I shared, and they were like, "No, it's like a, like it's like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a satire, spoofy kind of uh god." And I'm am blanking on it's the company. British TV. I mean, yeah. Like, so it's, it's going to be Sky Arts or whatever. I never even Sky heard Arts. of it. Yeah, I haven't heard of it either. But it's it's because of where we're at now in this conversation to have that come out and to be like as batshit crazy, head scratching as it mm-hmm. is. It's just funny the timing and what people are jumping on. Going, "Oh my god, see?" and it's just I, you know, yeah, I did the same thing. I but I do it just more of Really? L- had- Listen, these are these are all good questions and and that
0: are an important part of the conversation, but we need to be able to have an open and honest conversation. It doesn't mean you know, a PC, make sure you toe the, the the politically correct line and, and say what Hollywood wants you to
1: say and that kind of stuff. Like, Yeah. Well, well, dude, I think there's a huge contingent of people that are very much into speaking their mind, freedom of speech, don't – please don't attack me for having an opinion. And I think that's why Donald Trump is kind of popular with that contingent because mm-hmm. – that guy's just a, just gets up there and says whatever's on his mind. Right. Look, he's not have anything to fear. Yeah, I'm not endorsing Donald Trump. In fact, please don't vote for him. He's such a fucking idiot. But <laughs> but my God, I mean, he has the right to be a fucking idiot. You know, a race came up again
0: yesterday um, when Catherine Bigelow signed on to the Detroit riots movie, and she got shit for being a white director. Like. I, I hate where we are headed in this society. Yeah, the I didn't know that. White people have to direct white movies and black I thought people that have was... to direct black movies. Like, what?
1: I thought that was fascinating. And you know why I thought she was a fascinating choice? Hmm. Because of The Hurt Locker yeah, and because Zero Dark Yeah, she's a great, great filmmaker. 30. Yeah, I mean, that that's in her wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, yeah, man, she's perfect for it. And now it's, okay, I didn't know that was happening, but yeah, now we're okay. Here we are. I know. Don't start everyone on Trump. Sorry, Jake Stanley. Yeah. I am not going to start with Trump. This is just a point. I mean, listen, we're not going to spend the whole the rest of the
0: whole show on race. It just no. I I, I think I'm with these you. are questions that we have to give serious thought to, and, and be, beyond just like you know following racial lines or, or saying what yeah. you know everyone wants us to say.
1: Yeah, and 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 I know you guys out there on the I don't visit the youtube uh comments much anymore because there's a lot of you out there that are just i know you're gonna sit here and say that Nah, look at the two white guys talking about this and fuck right. you what we shouldn't you even know? have
0: an opinion is is what most people that's, think white that's, people
1: shut up that's where when two weeks ago when we did our show about the oscars and we talked about this yep. we were given so much hate in the youtube section of the comments i was disgusted i was like really you fuckers are you serious you're calling us out being two white guys. We can't have an opinion. What, and yeah, what, what do we white know? White males, and,
0: exactly. Our and, opinions and, and are all that. And I'm
1: like, you know what? I was offended. I was offended. Then I come around. I have El Embe on. And I'm like, you know, I want to hear this from, you know, you. You're big on diversity. I want to know your opinion. And then I get the same people going, oh, great. Now you're talking diversity more. It's like, you know what? Get your own fucking microphone.
0: Yeah, really. Start um, your own so show. So
1: I, I just, I don't appreciate it. Listen, listen to the show. I actually, I'm actually really... I liked that conversation a lot because it really is – the bigger picture is, look, you have the right to say what you want and let's not – I As long as you say ugh, it in a thoughtful just, manner and, and, you know <laughs> – People are like, switch
0: to Deadpool. Switch to yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, you know what? De- <laughs> switch to Deadpool. Deadpool is looking like a hit. It's looking like
1: a $50 million opener It's looking like a 50- – talk about PC though. Like something interesting happened and I didn't even – it didn't occur to me. They did this PSA on Deadpool yesterday. Mm-hmm. Where he's talking about testicular cancer and it just fucking cracked me up. It was so fun. Just he was straight up. Deadpool Is just like, no, you grab your little uh, your little balls out there. And he said all these funny puns and then it ends with him going pun. And then there was a, a like a testicular cancer awareness that came around saying, thank you for bringing awareness to it. Mm-hmm. And I was really like scared. I'm like, Sh- shit, did I offend like, oh, my God, I, I didn't mean to. It was very scary for me where I was like, I don't want you to think I, I was talking bad. I was just commenting. But that's the world. I've heard good now.
0: things from, from people who may or may not have seen Deadpool.
1: I've heard um, very good things. I'm I'm so excited because. I'm not.
0: I'm still like, what?
1: Yeah, well. I, but I'll check it out. The, the thing that I look at is. To bring up the testicular cancer awareness and, like, Australia Day, these PSAs, they're just fucking having fun. It's like They are. It's a really good campaign that they're running. Yeah. They're like the Valentine's Day posters that are, like, that look like a, you know, but uh, the, the notebook. I,
0: I still don't give a shit because it's all just marketing. Like, show me the, the movie. fucking movie. Right. Yeah?
1: Well... Like I said it in my uh, I said it in my piece, it's like you're either in or you're not. Yeah, like I'm,
0: st- I'm still on the fence, but obviously I, I got to check it out to be part of the conversation. Sure, I, the, and I have heard it's really good. The, so the the other Fox movie that I can now talk about, yeah. uh, which I saw last night, Eddie the Eagle.
1: Yeah, yeah, we had some Fucking people that terrific. Were, really loved it. Okay. Tell – because I'm not too uh, familiar with this. Who's who's in it? Who directed it? All that kind of good uh, stuff.
0: Dexter Fletcher directed it. Okay. He, uh, you would recognize him as one of the stars of Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, that's right. Okay. He's part of the Guy Ritchie Collective. Uh, that's how he met Matthew Vaughn, who produced this film. Okay. Uh, Taryn Egerton stars as Eddie Edwards. Okay. Uh, who is Britain's – Great Britain's first Olympic ski jumper. That's and right. And Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman is his cigarette right. smoking so, coach. Um, nice. Yeah, a lot of butts ripped in this movie, which was my only <laughs> real and there's like there is a line of dialogue sort of addressing it, but if I had gotten my question answered at last night's Q&A, it would have just been like was there any pressure about these cigarettes cuz it's a very family-friendly film, and you don't oh, okay. see a lot of cigarettes smoking sure. in it. But Well, it's um, a, he's, he's embodying the character, correct? And he, he was a smoker. I, so. I, I don't know. But I don't even know if there was a real character, but <laughs> this movie was terrific. Um, yeah. It had me cheering. Uh, I cried. Really? Oh, yeah. It was like the, the inspiration. You know, every year there's like one inspirational sports drama or whatever. Yeah. I Last did. year it was McFarland, which I really oh, yeah, liked It yeah. was super I did too. underrated. yeah, I I mean, this is like a miracle or a warrior or something like that like that I, okay. thought it, I thought it was awesome taron edgerton totally proved kingsman was no fluke yeah good um definitely see eddie the eagle when it comes out end of february
1: can i ask you something about taron Ed- edgerton can 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 he be in the mix for han solo and we just haven't heard about him i always thought he was i thought um, so too wasn't he kingsman no
0: yeah, i don't yeah, think yeah, he yeah. was in
1: the initial list that some guys, people are well, really looking the list at that is list not is, is, yeah it's, it's is, like
0: definitive trust yeah. me
1: it's not yeah yeah okay i think it's gonna go to someone who's not even on the fucking list i think you're right um, well, that's great to hear about Eddie the Eagle. Um, I love those movies. Oh, it, it I love soars. the cast. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, pun. Go fly to Eddie the Eagle. Um, well, that's awesome. I'm glad. And and yeah, Did, I was. Have you seen anything else lately, but dude? I've been catching up on. I'm glad you asked. I've been catching up on the screeners because I I finally saw Room. Holy I'm... shit, is that movie good? That movie is in my top three. I don't know where yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it blew me away. I I mean. Like heaving sobs, being from this guy, I was like, and it just came out of nowhere. I'm like, oh my god! I, I just, it never has a movie captured me like that in a long, wow, long time. Okay.
0: Big words, fighting oh, words yeah. from Mark Riley. Oh, I
1: loved it. I. Reese seems like she's got a date with Oscar. Yeah, she's fantastic. It's in the stars, how and... is Jacob Tremblay not nominated? Yeah, that kid. Ex- exactly, that kid. Give him the Oscar. Period. Sorry, Sly. Give it to the kid. <laughs> it's like when everyone's Sorry, talking about an, Idris Elba,
0: yeah, I'm like, yeah, place. what about Jacob Tremblay? This
1: kid, he's, how old is he? Seven? This kid? like, It was one of the great child performances, that's for sure. I've, it's just, just what, I mean, I when I realized, oh my God, they're going to show this, mm-hmm. okay, because I knew what the premise was. I didn't really know beyond that because it's one of those movies. Unfortunately, it's like I, I commute, so it wasn't around my local theater. I missed the press screening. Thank God for the screeners. And uh, wow, so good. Anyways, I saw that. Love and Mercy. I've been catching up on the ones that okay. I really missed. Um, Love and Mercy, which I loved. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I thought Paul Dano yeah. and John Cusack. And no,
0: another guy with beef uh, over getting left out of the Best Supporting Actor conversation, you, Paul Dano. You could
1: argue. I could argue it. I could watch that movie again yeah, it's and a give deep you... lineup.
0: I, I don't know where the outrage is coming from i don 't know why we need everything yeah. to be you know yeah just whatever i 'm going to get in trouble, so
1: no I, I think we 're all going to be in trouble today i think <laughs> I think' probably on twitter i 'm going to probably said something wrong, I apologize, but man, I am passionate about this stuff, and i 'm glad we have that conversation. I keep going back to it um, and uh no, yeah, what else have I seen? uh that's about it i think you know as far as that goes i'm looking forward to okay. deadpool i'm looking forward to i want to check out jane got a gun this weekend
0: yeah is that coming out yeah this weekend okay that's right and part of me still wants to see dirty grandpa even though i hear it's like the worst movie ever made i gotta check it out
1: it worked on the old folks my yeah. mom's like i saw dirty grandpa that just he's so irreverent <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! i then the her. Kind her, her of love January, folks. Her, yeah, her boyfriend was like, "What's Robert De Niro doing?" So, anyways,
0: all that, right, should we should we wrap it we up? We got to
1: wrap it up, guys. Um, what else do we got? Any anything you want to add to the conversation? That was a that was a good one. I had fun. That was really. It was fun. tricky.
0: I knew it would be tricky today. Well, um,
1: I, you know what? I like I like being able to say what I want to say. And, yeah, no, you
0: know, I, I don't have too much else to add. I'm, I'm uh,
1: excited to see Kim Basinger as Christian Gray's former lover. That's the Shades thing that broke, so cool. and I loved ju-
0: Justin's big scoop yesterday. Yep.
1: So Justin Kroll dropped a number of them. Yeah, Kim Basinger is now uh, the former lover of Christian Gray and Fifty Shades Darker, and I loved Dem Faraci's tweet. Said all the movie news guys should be disqualified if they don't bring up nine and a half weeks and i'm like yeah i mean that's kind of what it you know there you go but that's the news that's the news fit for talking not print i don't know what that meant yeah uh anyways guys thank you for coming on and and i won't be here next week i'm sorry again what the hell i go back to boston oh shit
0: what it's a surprise we'll edit that out (laughs) <laughs> oh you're yeah, it was a surprise i've you're, got a surprise I'm, 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 okay right. he Let's... doesn't he doesn't watch this show <laughs> oh he doesn't watch this my, my brother i'll oh, I talk about well. it openly since god okay. nobody tell my brother i'm coming to boston
1: <laughs> oh that's cool for a surprise nice all right well we'll figure something out again maybe this worked last time guys who do you want to see on the show with me next week tweet me Tag them on Twitter. I'll see what I can do. I'd I'd
0: love to see you continue this conversation with with a reporter or critic of of color. Yeah, man. Uh, I would love that. You know, we need to try to do better on our own as as far as uh, improving the diversity of of guests on this show. I know we don't often, we haven't had as many guests as we started uh, out with in the first year.
1: No, and it's, you know, it's hard to get a guest. I mean, it really is. I mean, we're both. Pretty busy. We have to go get the guests, and uh, it's it can be difficult. And with this job that we do, we're, we're kind of busy. So, anyways, uh, if you guys want to see somebody in particular, uh, no matter who it may be, why don't you tweet at me at Riley Around and tag them on Twitter as well? And thank you for joining us again. This is Meet the Movie Press at nine AM. We start live every Friday on the Popcorn Talk Network. Hey, Jeff, where can people find you? At TheInSnyder and TheRap.com. That's right, and uh, please follow at GeekNation. Go to GeekNation.com. That's where I do all my magic. Love those guys over there. having fun. So we will see you next week. Peace out.
0: From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed here are those of the hosts only; not necessarily reflect the views
1: of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.